Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for April 28th, 2020. It's the birthday of American author Nell Harper Lee, born on this day in 1926 in Monroeville, Alabama. Her parents chose her middle name Harper to honor pediatrician Dr. William Harper of Selma, who saved the life of her sister Louise. Her first name, Nell, was her grandmother's name spelled backwards and the name she used, Harper Lee being primarily her pen name. Lee's mother was a homemaker. Her father, a former newspaper editor and proprietor, practiced law and served in the Alabama State Legislature from 1926 to 1938. Before A.C. Lee became a title lawyer, he once defended two black men accused of murdering a white storekeeper. Both clients, a father and son, were hanged. Lee had three siblings, Alice Finch Lee, Louise Lee Connor, and Edwin Lee. While enrolled at Monroe County High School, Lee developed an interest in English literature. After graduating from high school in 1944, she attended the then-all-female Huntingdon College in Montgomery for a year, then transferred to the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa, where she studied law for several years and wrote for the university newspaper, but did not complete a degree. In the summer of 1948, Lee attended a summer school in European civilization at Oxford University in England, financed by her father, who hoped, in vain as it turned out, that the experience would make her more interested in her legal studies in Tuscaloosa. In 1949, Lee moved to New York City and took a job as an airline reservation agent, writing fiction in her spare time. Having written several long stories, Lee found an agent in November of 1956. The following month, at Michael Brown's East 50th Street townhouse, she received a magnificent gift of a year's wages from her friends with a note, you have one year off from your job to write whatever you please. Merry Christmas. In the spring of 1957, a 31-year-old Lee delivered the manuscript for Go Set a Watchman to her agent to send out to publishers, including the now-defunct J.B. Lippincott Company, which eventually bought it. While at Lippincott, the novel fell into the hands of Therese von Hohoff Torrey, known professionally as Tay Hohoff. Hohoff was impressed. She had this to say. The spark of the true writer flashed in every line. But as Hohoff saw it, the manuscript was by no means fit for publication. It was, as she described it, more a series of anecdotes than a fully conceived novel. During the next couple of years, she led Lee from one draft to the next, until the book finally achieved its finished form and was retitled To Kill a Mockingbird. But it's clear that Hohoff provided more than just editorial guidance. For example, on one winter night, Lee threw her manuscript out her window and into the snow before calling Hohoff in tears, at which point Tay told her to march outside immediately and pick up the pages. Published on July 11, 1960, To Kill a Mockingbird was an immediate bestseller and won great critical acclaim, including the Pulitzer Prize for Fiction Print in 1961. And it remains a bestseller, with more than 30 million copies sold, and was voted best novel of the century in a poll by the Library Journal. 
Like Lee, the tomboy scout of the novel is the daughter of a respected small-town Alabama attorney. Scout's friend, Dill, was inspired by Lee's childhood friend and neighbor, Truman Capote. Lee, in turn, is the model for a character in Capote's first novel, Other Voices, Other Runes, published in 1948. Although the plot of Lee's novel involves an unsuccessful legal defense similar to the one undertaken by her attorney father, the 1931 landmark Scottsboro Boys interracial rape case may also have helped to shape Lee's social conscience. While Lee herself downplayed autobiographical parallels in the book, Truman Capote, mentioning the character of Boo Radley in To Kill a Mockingbird, described details he considered autobiographical. In my original version of Other Voices, Other Rooms, I had the same man living in the same house that used to leave things in the trees, and then I took that out. He was a real man, and he lived just down the road from us. We used to go and get those things out of the trees. Everything she wrote about it is absolutely true. But you see, I take the same thing and transfer it into some gothic dream, done in an entirely different way. Lee was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom on November 5, 2007 by President George W. Bush. In his remarks, Bush stated, One reason To Kill a Mockingbird succeeded is the wise and kind heart of the author, which comes through on every page. To Kill a Mockingbird has influenced the character of our country for the better. It's been a gift to the entire world. As a model of good writing and humane sensibility, this book will be read and studied forever. Author of what many consider the great American novel, Nell Harper Lee died on February 19th of 2016 in her hometown of Monroeville, Alabama. She was 89 years old. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.